welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode here of Africa's Talk Football. Um, very, very action-packed weekend we had this past weekend, leading into Monday night as well. Um, some people are all smiles. Some people are are not. I, I can tell you I am one of those who is not. Also. I've got the blues. You know, for sure. But um, just to get right into it, man. How's everybody feeling tonight? Great. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> great. Some of us got a lot to say. It's great. All right. Well, since since you know we're probably going to be starting soon, starting first. But before we talk about Chelsea, um, I want to talk about City for real because mm-hmm. a City match, um, <sighs> Liverpool and City this year are not the Liverpool and City of last. That's that's all I'll say about that. I wasn't able to watch the full match, but does this – I know it's early. There were only three matches into the season. The transfer window is still not closed. But seeing has, as how teams like Fulham, like the Newcastles, these lower-table teams from the past are putting together results against these top-table top sides, does this – what does this make you think the year is going to you know, unfold because we have World Cup coming up, you know what I mean? There's a lot of moving parts this year, this season. So seeing how these, you know, these smaller sides are actually taking it to these top sides and, and getting results, getting points, scoring three, you know, does that does that give you hope for your team? Does that give you a little bit of fear for how the year's gonna go? Kind of like, let me know where you guys heads at. I just think that these these teams have gotten a little bit better. Um, I think Newcastle had a huge window. I think they brought in a lot of quality players to their squad. Um, <clears throat> you know, they have a they have a, a a combination right now of some young guys, some young young and upcoming guys, and they have some veteran players on their team too. So, you know, they have a good mix. Um, you know, leads. I mean, they brought in some players as well that are just balling right now. Um, so, yeah, I just think that these teams have gotten a little bit better than we like to give them credit for. I just think this Newcastle team is not the new Newcastle or like the old Newcastle, you know, um, this Newcastle team is, is completely different. Uh, it was already hard to go into Newcastle and win a match. Now it's even harder because their team is even better. Um, and their stadium always rocks. It's not a matter of their stadium, you know, being full and there's a fan supporting them. We already know the history that they have. So, yeah, I just think that, you know, especially just speaking towards this weekend's match. I mean, this is an instant classic instant classic i mean all that but i just think that this team has gotten better i just have a question for salah man oh. i let's say maximum man come on what are we talking yeah yeah, yeah. I, I knew that was coming I, come on man I say think, something I think the real deal. this is what i said i said well I'll, I'll start off by saying he had a great game against man city um and i mean he's a good player um and I always feel like, you know, he's always up for the big games. But I don't believe that he can be a top a top no four way, player. Man. No I don't way. think that he could be a top four player because I, I, I feel like in order for him to get the best out of him and like what he does, you just have to let him just be as dominant as on the ball as he is. And I believe that when you look at the top teams, a Man City, a Liverpool, a Chelsea, an Arsenal, you know, Spurs United, 
there are guys who are better than you. So, like, we're not about to just let you just, you know, I mean, to, you know, to his, I guess you could say the same about Grealish. You're going to come here and you're going to be a role player. And I just feel like, I don't think that he's at the level to play as a top four player. You think, you think they're, I mean, out of the teams that you just named, there are players that he's better than. Well, in his, in his position on, on some of these. He's a winger. He's a winger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct, okay, and he's okay, better than okay. some of the wingers on Look, my team. Okay, for sure. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, he's better than Sterling. That's not. Sterling? That's not. No. no, he's not better than Sterling. But I would take him over better than and Ziek right now. Is he better than Mount? Ah, I mean, honestly, bro, like, Mount is not a winger. Let's talk. About, let's talk. About, what? Why he plays? I would. I would. I would. I wouldn't consider Mount winger. He's more of a ten. Okay, but he plays in the front three though, and Mason Mount. Really sure, is, he's everywhere on the field. He, he's definitely. So he if, definitely, if okay, is he better? If, if we're gonna if we're gonna look at he's form, not better than Pulisic. Or Ziyech, right? No, no, no. no. What I'm saying low. is, if we're, if we're looking at if we're looking at form, and let's just say the last ten games, so the three mm-hmm. games they had this year uh-huh. and then the seventh <clears throat> last year, mm-hmm. sure, I'm going to take him over most of those players you just said because he's been firing. Now, consistency is going to be one thing that I'm looking for, you know, this year. But if you look at consistency, Mount hasn't been that great. Pulisic hasn't oh. been that great. He hasn't even found favor in the side. What Ziyech is looking at leaving, bro. So when I have someone as dominant as Alex Maximan, who demands the ball, maybe that is a bad thing. Maybe he does demand too much of the ball, but it's not like he's demanding the ball and he's giving it away. Most of the time, like 60, 70% of the time, what he's doing is positive. So for mm-hmm. me to have a player like that on my team, sure. I like it. I like it I'd a lot. take him in a heartbeat. I'm not saying that what nobody say. I'm not saying that what he does isn't positive, but I'm just saying, do you think that what he does for Newcastle – would work for Chelsea. I think it would work for Chelsea the way, especially the way him to be your go-to guy. You think Alan St. Maximum could be Chelsea's go-to guy? No one's calling him the go-to guy. No, but you're asking him to do what he does best, and that's what he does, right? Mm-hmm. The same. Uh, all right. It, it, if we're gonna, if we're gonna give him the... Jack Grealish and at, at, at Aston Villa and to where he's at now, I'm in City, right? But, but, because we don't need you to be. We don't need you to be that Jack. We need you to. But that's to, but that's the point. The role the roles have changed. Now my thing is. Of course, if Alice Maxman comes into our side, he's no longer the best player on the pitch. But no one's asking him to stop being dynamic, stop being mm-hmm. ball hungry, no, stop, stop, stop being the guy who. Because if you even if you look at Liverpool and Luis Diaz, when he came into the side, he did the same thing he was doing, you know, mm-hmm. before. And mm-hmm. it's not like Klopp was like, "Hey, we need you to not be yourself." Mm-hmm. He's just gonna have to figure out how to be himself on a new team with a little bit more talented players. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about it. Okay, yeah, I take him right now. But the original question is. Okay, would he would he would he be playing time though on those yes, teams? Yes, hundred percent. For me, okay, yes. Okay, I'm about, asking bro. my team. Yes. So, okay, for on your team, you say yes. Arsenal, yes. So on Arsenal, is he going to start over Saka or Martinelli? Bro, no, when he's he's not. I never said he's starting though. Submit the role, and that's the thing. And that's the thing. You're acting like okay, all these these teams that you're talking about. Bro, but Suma's even starting. He just started all last season. Yeah, like, does, why does it matter that I'm whether whether you want to he say he starts or not? I am taking Alex say Maximin ten times out of ten because he's just that dynamic of a player mm-hmm. that he's going to create something, bro. Every time he touches the ball, it's forward. He's so direct. He does not care because he's that quick. He's that pace. He's that strong too that he knows he can get past you. And Most for play. players like against John Stones. I'm sorry, you have no chance. You have no chance. He kept Kyle Walker smoking. Kyle Walker is one of the most Thank you. physical, most physical and quick, and you know he can he's make a good play recover in a second. He's a good player. And, and Kyle Walker was on. He was twerking. He had no chance. He had no chance all day. No chance all day. So yes, honestly, 
I could say Maximin is a type of player of he can he has the potential to get to get to those heights. And if you put him on a top four team or a side that you know has more stature, I guess, or, or just more dynamic players in the squad, of course his level is going to elevate. Like there's no there's no doubt in my mind because he's playing with better players now and look what he just did. Like I just like, I think this Newcastle team is is I mean this the owners are putting money into the squad and it's clearly showing and. I think with the crew that he has right now, uh, this team is young and they're growing and you already put better players around him. He's performance. So I think if you put him on a, on a team with better players, even better players than they have now, then I think he's going to perform. I've always been a, I've always been a rooter for him man. I've always been in his corner. I think, I think he could play on any top four team, to be honest. I really think he can. I'm not yeah. saying that he's not a good player. I, I just think that, you know, there, there are, Again, there are factors that, that contribute to, to what makes him great. And I think that if you put him on a top team, again, think about teams don't play these top teams the way that they play Newcastle. You know, I'm not taking anything away from him, but there's always a lot of space in, in, in behind for him to attack space. So when I think about all the dynamic moments, it comes usually in one aspect of the game, which is in that moment. But I'm not going to say that he's not a good player. I still don't think that he's a top four player. Because right, he wouldn't so, start on none of our teams. Because like I'm looking, I would. Like, he, he's not. He's not starting over Saka. He's not starting over Martinelli. He's not starting over Rashford. No, he starts Andrew. over Martinelli for no, sure. He's not. If no, he starts he's over not. somebody, he, he might over start Martinelli. over Martinelli. Martinelli. Gabriel Martinelli. Gabriel Martinelli. I'm bro, right now. I'm saying there's an opportunity. It's better than say Maximo. If, if yes, if, what? Wait, 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 wait. Mike, why do you do you like do you? It's not me hating. Like do you, do you, you know the world no, sees stop. them? Like he can go to a better team if he's. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not so as long, if, like you really think Gabriel Martinelli plays for Arsenal is better than Alan Saint Maxima. I think Gabriel Martin. Think about it. How old is Gabriel Martinelli no and how way, old is Maxima? No I'm taking way. Martinelli right now, any day of the week. No, way, no, absolutely, I am. I'm taking yeah, Martinelli. I'm gonna let y'all have. Yeah, what do you mean? I'm but, gonna let y'all. Who are you well, taking? Tell me who I'm you're taking. Mar- I'm taking Martinelli. But all <laughs> okay, I'm saying is, you, well, all I'm saying is, that? all I'm saying is though, Maximum say Maximum could definitely fight for that spot, and there's a chance he could beat him out because yeah, I, anybody can fight. I think they're. I think, bro, they're on pace, bro. Like, <laughs> Any, okay, anybody can pace. fight, Gabriel. Anybody can fight. <laughs> no, they're on pace, bro. Like <laughs> I, as as dynamic as Martinelli is, as dynamic as say Maximum is right now, bro. Like he's always been dominant. He always you, when he gets the ball, you can feel something's gonna happen, and he has better players around him now. Look what he did this weekend, bro. Look what he did this weekend. It, it speaks for itself. And it's not like he's he's uh, like not always done this. Like he's always done this against every team that he's played against. He just has all he's played with some players who are not good. So like why some very 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 poor players. Come on, bro. You know how it is. Why is he not? Wait, no, let's talk about let's talk about Highland too, man. What's going on? What do you guys think is going on? They don't. I think City doesn't want to play with him. There's so many. Cornelius said it perfect last week. There's so many times that City could just pick their head up and just play him in a space, and he's winning the ball ten times out of ten, like he wanted the one time in it, and he didn't score. He's bodying that person because he's six three and he's two hundred pounds, and he's gonna have a shot on goal. And they did it once, twice maybe when he didn't get the the ball the other time, but that's two times in a ninety minute match, mm-hmm. like. 
City don't know how to play with a striker who can yeah. run at goal and be direct. Mm-hmm. And once they, like Cornelia said, once they figure that out, City will be one of the most dangerous teams in the league because, yeah. they, they, I mean, they already are, but they'll be even more dangerous because they have Holland, you know, just firing. Like, if they, they, all you need to do is just play the ball straight. It's that, it's that simple. Yeah. Just play it straight and let him run. Let him run. Just let him run. They did if that. Because uh, if you look at Bundesliga, that's, that's how he scores a lot of his goals. There was the you one opportunity I mean? he got. There was the one opportunity he got where, as soon as De Bruyne got the ball, Holland didn't even look. He just looked down and just started and just running. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Wow!" He and knows. De Bruyne played him through, and then he ended up missing. But I mean, yeah, they, I just think like they don't like Gundogan. There's so many times folding Gundogan. Like all these players, they'll be in the middle, and Holland will just run. And I'm just like, bro, if he just plays that in. He's in like a hundred percent and, and they just, and they hold it and they'll play it out wider. They'll connect the middle pass and play it back. It's, they're just going to have to get out these habits. And I mean, it's going to take time. Of course. Like, I mean, it's not, they're just going to start playing perfectly with them automatically, but they, if their city is just a little bit more direct, they're going to have, I think double the chances that they already have. Honestly. No, I agree. I agree. I, I completely also believe that they still don't know how to play with him. Like, I'm not – I don't think any CD fans should be panicking right now. They'll figure it out. I think right now what they're going through is, you know, two years of, you know, just playing the forward interchangeably. So, I think they'll figure it out once they figure out, okay, we got to feed him. Right now, if it feels like everybody's still getting theirs. But, like, I feel like they got to realize that you got to feed him. Just feed him. And uh, if you if you watch the game, there were some moments Foden could have just fed him, but you know he was he took the shot instead. But I think City will be fine, man. City will be fine, man. Good teams are good teams. This is a game they should have lost, and they didn't lose. So look, three three, come on, man. Classic. Mm-hmm. That's true. Now talk about teams that should have lost. <laughs> <sighs> I guess I guess Jesse March told us that it's called soccer. <laughs> bro, I'm not... soccer. <laughs> and this is bro, it's crazy because this is the issue with Chelsea, right? It's the same, same, same thing week after week after week after week. We come out crazy. We look super good in the first five, ten minutes. We don't score. And then we let the other team get settled. And then it goes back and forth. And what I've realized is that if we aren't scoring first, the chances that we win a match are very, 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 very small. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate because if you look at the first 20 minutes, 25 minutes before Mendy makes that mistake, I mean, that's good football back and forth. I mm-hmm. mean, Sterling has a chance to score in the first minute. Mount has a chance to score in the first 10 minutes. I think uh, Z or... or Lost his cheek. I don't know why he doesn't hit that first time, but he had a chance to score in the first 15 minutes. So I'm looking at Chelsea with three really, really good half chances and saying, okay, this should be at least one nil, two nil. But the same issues. We're not clinical enough. We have the intensity to start off the match, but when we don't score, we allow the other team to get in the match. We kind of die down. And after Mendy makes a, you know, this isn't the first time he's done that this year already. Mendy's been making mistakes after mistakes after mistakes. And now I'm like, okay, so... You should bench him. No, no, no. no. That's not what I'm saying, but there needs to be some sort of tightening up. Like, this is the third match in the year, and we're 
we're losing points now because of big, big blunders that you're making. And so when I look at the team, there's not really much I can take from the loss other than shout out to Leeds, bro. It's no longer Bielsa ball, but they're still running at you. They're Mm -hmm. still going to press. Marsh Madness. Yeah, that's what we – yeah, Marsh Madness. That's a banger, no cap. (laughs) It's Marsh Madness, bro. Jesse got them still high pressing, working hard, and (laughs) I said this on the pod as a joke. But I don't know if Pulisic is better than Aronson. You know, it like it, and the way the guy plays, he's a pest. You know, he he's annoying. He's gonna fight. He's gonna run at you. He plays like Gabriel Martinelli. Even when they lose the ball, they're right there trying to win it back. And those are the type of wingers, those type of attackers that, you know, they're gonna find goals. They're gonna they're gonna be able to impact the game because of the way they play. But Mike, um, <laughs> what are your thoughts? I guess. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, like you said, bro, shout out to Leeds, man. They completely just outplayed us. And there's not a lot I can say because we just were not ready. They straight out came out and punched us in our mouths and there was nothing we could do about it. We just, we, we just weren't good enough. And it started right in the middle of the field. Uh, Gallagher just could not keep the ball Lost. to save his life. I mean, I was hoping he would take the opportunity and, you know, put yeah. in a good performance. But he just, he, it, 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 he just couldn't do it. He couldn't is too do big. It. Yeah, man, he just couldn't do it. Um, it was actually kind of sad to watch. Just He was struggling, but I kind of like what Tuko did, kept him in a little bit after the second half, you know, to show him that, you know, I still have confidence in you. But any other coach, I feel like, would have taken him off. He didn't have a good first half. Completely disaster class. I mean, but what could you say? Um, that's why I feel like N'Golo Kante not being healthy, man. It's going to be another, you know, season with our season really coming down to him being healthy or not. I mean, it's almost day and night. We just couldn't do anything in the midfield. Absolutely zero. So, I don't know. We need more transfers. Um, Koulibaly had his uh, welcome to the Premier League moment. Um, and, I, I mean, I love it. I yes, feel like this this loss was very humbling. I don't know how you felt, Cornelius, but we just completely got outplayed. And it kind of puts you, you know, give you some perspective. Like, yo, we're going to have to come out here and fight. Because the Premier League is going to be different this year. I just You can just feel it. Yeah, I it's think it's gonna be different. I don't know if it's just the early, you know, the early fireworks, you know, yeah, but <laughs> it just feels different that you know it's everybody's gonna be able to, you know, get a shot at each other. But but Chelsea this just tells you that we're still not there yet. Um, I mean Which these really links cool. with you know Obama Yang, I hope he comes in and banks for us because at this point. We need something. Kai is not doing it. We need to have that conversation. Is this his real position? How are we using him? Is this the right way to use him? I, I just feel like we're wasting him away. And yeah. Sterling seems to not be comfortable. Like he also missed, missed some big chances. This I don't weekend. know. I don't know if it's, he's not like, comfortable. He's just. I mean, the goal that he scored, he was offsides. You know. Yeah. But, <clears throat> and I talked about this a few weeks ago. This. 
I think I talked about this right after Conte got hurt. This is honestly one of the lineups that I kind of wanted to see. And I understand why Tuchel went with it. He went with Gallagher. He went with Loftus-Cheeks, Kai, Mount, Sterling. This is the team where we run. We have Cucurella on the outside, Reese James. This is the team where we have speed. We have youth. We have players that can run. This is the team that I thought, okay, this is a, a new dynamic side for Chelsea, you know, having Connor Gallagher instead of a Jorginho, a player that likes to mm-hmm. hold the ball, slow it up. And so I was excited to see the lineup. And so when, you know, Gallagher starts that first play in, you know, the first, second minute of the game where he gets the ball, he plays that through ball to Sterling, we almost get that goal. I'm like, okay. So, yeah. okay, so we about to run at them. This is Leeds. I know they're going to run. So, you know, Tucho brought up mm-hmm. a lineup to run. And we just couldn't keep up, you know. So yeah. now we have to look at the Conor Gallagher's. Is he truly good enough? Now we have to look at the Mason Mount. Where were you all match? Now we have to look at the Kai <laughs> Hybrid. Like when are when are we like when are we truly gonna have that just conversation? That and I don't know if it's necessarily the signings. I just think we need we need to hit like that next level. It's still early, but it's it's not looking like we're ready to hit that next level. We're one, one and one. You know what I mean? It's not a great way to start, um, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I just, I just think you know, you guys' team really does depend on Conte. Like, you have to find a replacement at this point. Crazy. You have to find somebody who provides it, what he provides, or similar to it, or just change the style in the midfield. Because you're right, this is second season going on. I mean, if Conte isn't healthy, the chances of us winning go down immensely. You know what I mean? Um, like we always talk about, you know, we talk about the spine, but we also say that games are won and lost in the midfield. And I mean, Conor Gallagher had a poor half um, for sure. Um, I think I think a couple of players on your team had a had a bad half, but in the in general. Just the midfield you got beat. <laughs> in general, I'm just saying the midfield you got beat. In the midfield you got beat. And it was very, very clear and evident. Um, and they were just first to everything. Um, you know, you 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 like you're right, Mike. You got outplayed. They were they yeah. they wanted it way more than you. Um right. and you know, that's a I mean that's a statement win for leads, you know. So yeah, I I just think you guys need to fix that Conte problem ASAP. Yeah, shout out to Leeds, but so my question for you two is. So, which one do you think is a bigger problem? And, like, which one would you address in the transfer window? The absence of Conte or the absence of not having a reliable goal scorer up top? Because you haven't had a reliable goal scorer up top. But we've seen how impactful N'Golo Conte can be whenever he's healthy. So, which one do you think out of the two is more important? Personally, I think a goal scorer. Yeah, it's because... Go ahead. I'm sorry. For, How do you no, replace no. that? Sorry. How do you replace that? With the... I and, and that's the issue because I think we have players that are competent enough to put the ball in the back of the net. But just like Mike said earlier, I, I don't think everyone's comfortable. Is this Kai's real position? Is this where Sterling wants to play? And I know it, it sounds like we're making excuses, but it just doesn't look fluid. It just and, and as much as we need to replace Conte, Conte is like a he he's a one in a a million type player. Like what he provides for you on the pitch, there are maybe two or three other players that you could go maybe right now and get in the world that could kind of fill that void. So for me, it it's not necessarily like filling Conte's role because his role can't really be filled. We just need to figure out how we're gonna move past 
mm-hmm. a Chelsea without Conte. Like personally, that's how I feel about it. Now, a goal scorer, you know, those are they come in different shapes and sizes. So we just need to find someone that works with our front three, works with our midfield. And I think for that, we need some sort of identity so we know how we want to be scoring goals. Because this is my issue every week. I don't know where the goals are coming from because I don't know how we really want to score goals yet. So that's how I'm doing I mean, so um, that's actually a very good question because, I mean, as a Chelsea fan, I know Cornelius probably feels this way. We have not seen a goal scorer since Diego Costa. I mean, he's been what? Almost a decade since that happened. I would say, what, six years? We, we haven't really seen a striker since Diego Costa left. So at this point, like, I don't even know what we will look like if we actually get a striker, you know, like a real striker. Is, is, is that really the only missing piece? But then I worry also about the Kante. And we don't have, uh, what's his name, Kovacic, too. He's, he's out injured. So... Our midfield is thing, and we have to depend on you know inexperienced Conor Gallagher. And his first game was, I don't know. I I think we definitely need a goal scorer because we gotta figure that out. We gotta think, figure that. I out. think if you guys get a goal scorer, you guys would be straight. I think Aubameyang is actually a perfect, um, you know, striker for you guys because obviously, like Cornelius said, you know, you guys want to run, you guys want to play that Mike D'Antoni offense. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> The fast pace, the trend. You want to play in transition and you want to dominate in those moments. And I feel like if you have these young guys that are full of energy and you, if you have an Aubameyang, I feel like that's like a match, you know, right there. As long as, you know, Aubameyang can stay healthy and, you know, put the ball in the back of the net. I want that guy to ball out wherever he goes. I just want that statement to be known right now. I don't care where he goes. He's not going to Spurs, so I don't even got to worry about that. Straight um, up. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the flame. Um, but, yeah, no, I want to see him ball. I just want that to be known. I want to see him ball out. Um, not against good. us, though. Speaking of yeah, balling out. Say, speaking, I mean... speaking of balling out. <laughs> top, top, top of the table. Top, top. Top oh, of the man. table. We are top of the league. <laughs> we are top of the league. <laughs> nah, nah. He, he said Arteta out still, though. Arteta yeah. out still, man. I want you to look into the camera when you say it this time from now <laughs> With on. With a straight face. Yeah. Straight face. Arteta <laughs> out. Arteta out. There, there was one time when, what's his name? I think it was Odegaard. I think the first or second goal. But when I saw Arteta celebrate, I was like, how can you be our tech tech? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm like, no, like y'all said, though, like y'all said, it gets harder and harder every week. Um, <laughs> it really does. But like I gotta say to my word, man, like I said, every week I'm gonna say to my word because he didn't fulfill uh, a, a contract in my head um, uh, that was up to my standards. I just don't, I feel like you bottled something. Um, and I mean, you got us back into Europe, but that wasn't the goal you failed to achieve the goal that you set out and it was setting the all or nothing too um so you know i'm, I'm gonna stick with it but you know i'm i'm, I'm you know he's doing his thing he's they doing say, his thing you know? um <laughs> he is doing his thing man uh i can't i i really don't have much to say about the performance to be honest uh you know to go up to nil in the first 10 minutes um Gabriel Jesus, man, I mean, how much, 
how much more can I say about the guy, man? He just looks like he's free. He looks like he's just very relaxed out there and very comfortable, settled in very well. Um, I think Adu and, and Arteta have a lot to do with that. Um, you know, Odegaard to get two goals, uh, I think it's amazing for his confidence. I, me personally, I felt like, you know, the two games previous, he could have, I don't, I didn't want to be too critical, but I feel like he could have given a little bit more. Um, and I feel like these two goals for his confidence are, or were great. Um, I feel like he had a good match. Um, you know, I want to talk about my boy in the back. Saliva! Da, 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 da. Yo, that, that song is a banger. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, that, yeah, no, it was, I like that song. Um, but no, man, I just think, you know, it just shows the, the experience that this young guy has already. Um, and the confidence that he has too, you know, to, you know, last week he scored an own goal. Um, and then this week, you know, he scored one probably the best goal of the week if you're asking me I was probably up there with Trippier on um you know goals of the week so you know I I, I like how exactly how my team is looking this is how I expected my team to look um I said this come before the season even started that our beginning of our schedule is very winnable and I think with the squad that we have now I I expect us to win these games um and it's I'm glad that I'm right that we're going into these these teams um or going to these stadiums. Uh we're playing these teams and we're getting results. Um, you know, and they're strong results, convincing results. You know, last year sometimes we would get results and it was uh, it was real shaky and we got lucky, but these are you know convincing results. I, I believe, I trust in the system. I see what they're trying to achieve and and the system that's put in place. Um and I and I see the I see I see the process now. Before I, I, you, if you asked me about a process, I didn't see it, um, but now I, I do see it, and um, it's pretty clear and evident. And I think the starting eleven is is doing wonders for us, and I think they should continue. And you know, going into next week when we play, I believe Fulham, you know, we should go and do our thing. So, yeah, um, the one, the one, because I, I, I don't want to put anything negative out there, but the one thing, and I've been saying this all season, I will continue to say it until it changes. Bakoyo Saka, man. <laughs> Saka, I don't know what's going on, but I I feel like everyone on this team is playing to an exceptional standard right now, and I just feel like he's he's lacking right now. I just don't feel like I don't know if he's comfortable. Maybe it's the maybe it was the contract situation. I'm I'm really not sure, um, but I just feel like he he hasn't really woken up in the season yet three games in, I feel like he, he hasn't really been putting in the shifts that I expect to see from him. I, I, I told you guys this year, I feel like this year should be a coming out party. Um, I feel like, you know, he should be up there balling with Gabriel Jesus, you know, with Martinelli, um, you know, your counterparts are scoring, um, you know, the, your tennis scoring, <laughs> your center back is scoring, everyone's scoring and the love is going around. So, you know, now I just want, you know, to him to, you know, kind of join in, you know, it's kind of, it's con- contagious you know when everyone starts scoring around you it's like basketball when everybody goes on a hot streak it's just a hot streak everyone's mm-hmm. hot and I feel like you know our team is hot right now Gabriel Gabriel Jesus is hot Martinelli is hot um you know I just Odegaard is hot you know I just need Saka to to you know pick it up a little bit um but outside of that man no complaints zero my team is doing great and um I, I expect this to move forward uh especially our next two games like i said like i said beginning of the season the first five matches i expect 15 like not expect but i truly think that we can get 15 points um and you know we've got nine so far so let's take it a game at a time and hopefully get the double against full next week 
Yeah, I mean, I think, I, I, no, I was just going to say, I, I don't feel like anyone has anything bad to say. I feel like me, Mike, Salam, we kind of see Arteta. We kind of saw it last year. And then, Mike, I don't know what you wanted to say, but I I definitely see, and, and I said it, I, I definitely think that you and Spurs had, you Spurs and Newcastle had a great window. You guys got what you needed to get to bolster your team. And if you look at the top of the table, if you look at some of the teams that are doing well right now, Leeds, Leeds as well. You guys all got exactly what your team needed and filled in the holes. And now your team is just stronger as a unit. Yeah, man. Glad to see Tamiyasu, you know, come out, make a cameo. Um, you know, Kieran Tierney also coming out, making a cameo. So, yeah, man, it's – it's um. I'm ex- I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I'm excited, and you know it's it's dope because we have you know Fulham, and I think we see Norwich or some I forgot who after. But then after that, I think we play like United, so like it's a test, you know. Aston like, Villa and then United. Some, yeah, Aston Villa and then United. So it's we're building it up to you know some some big matches coming up. You know, United had a big match today, so hopefully they not be on right back on track. So you know it's gonna be a big early season test, you know, and I'm like. Yeah. I'm ready for it, man. I, I think this team has a lot, a lot, a lot of potential, up to untapped potential. You know, we're only three games in with this side. So, yeah, I'm excited, man. Excited. Yeah, man. You guys look good. You guys look good. I mean, there's not a lot to say about it. I mean, no. Saliba looks like one of the best defenders in the Premier League. Probably going to be, uh, you know, defensive player of the year. If he keeps playing like that, um, especially with the way Virgil is looking right now, <laughs> but Virgil, I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't, I just can't figure it out. How you, Gabriel Jesus is so good with you guys, I just can't figure it out. Come on, I, I don't know if it's you know the fact that Ateta is just letting him roam, just do whatever in the front, or I, I don't know what it is, man. That's exactly. But it is he fits like a glove for you guys, and it's kind of annoying. Yeah, I mean, come on! I told you it was like it was like a beast getting unlocked, man, unleashed. Because you know Pep has a system, yeah. and you have to play within that system. Yeah. And I feel like when he came here, it's just no, we we want you to be creative. We want you to go and and do your thing, dribble, take guys yeah, on. It fits him um, perfect. And and you know it's having Odegaard already as a connector behind you, you know. And he can connect when he needs to, you know, he's very yeah. technical as well. So, you know, if he wants to get a one, little one-two in, you know, Martinelli, they already know each other from Brazil. You know, it's, 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 yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, like everyone already, yeah, everyone already has a little mm-hmm. bit of chemistry, you know, whether it's from their, their national team or whether it's from Arsenal. So I feel like a lot of these players already have a little bit of chemistry. They've already played with each other. Um, and then now it's, you know, just putting it all together, um, you know, I mean, the left side of our team is looking so dangerous right now. It's crazy. You know, Zivchenko right behind Martinelli with Gabriel Jesus, you know. It's just, I, we just need to get the right side popping. We just need to get the right side popping. And once the right side gets popping, then. You guys should get mm-hmm. same maximum. Get that right side popping. Listen, we got soccer, man. We're good. We're good. We're good. Same maximum. <laughs> maximum will have a go at you. We're, we're good right now. We're yeah, good right man. now. I like how my team is the flow of things right now. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to break up that flow at all. I don't want anything to break up that flow. We, we're Good to see your captain get two level. goals. Yeah, man, my skipper. You know, fully support him. My skip. You know, so watching Odegaard, man. Way to lead by example. Smooth sailing over there. You know, in uh, in North London, 
And um, mm. if you look at the city of Manchester, it's 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 it's, it's going. It's going all right. Lively. It's, it's a sunny it's day. Very, very lively. lively. I just <laughs> got sides. I just got back. Um, both yeah. sides. Yeah. The red side and the blue yeah. side. Things are brewing. Um, yeah. but realistically, man, um, great match from United. Oh, the mic. Oh, yo, he going to sue woo. You see, you going to sue woo? Nah, man. This is the real salon. This is the real salon. Go ahead, Cornelius. You've been quiet as of late. Yeah. You get one win under your belt. You act like I remember my first win. This is. When was the last time you beat Liverpool? But, um, I just wanted wow. to say, um, you know, great performance by the guys today. Um, still Glazers out, obviously. Um, shout out to Rajah for coming on last week and, you know, talking, um, expressing what he thought about, you know, Man United right now. And I think a lot of, you know, what we got from that uh, conversation was that obviously this ownership um, hasn't been good to us um, and they've kind of, you know, ran us into the ground and hopefully, you know, the news and rumors of, uh, well, it's not even rumors. It is news of, you know, there's an, a potential buyer and uh, Jim Ratcliffe um, and he's, you know, very wealthy and he's a United fan. So if he, if he can come in and buy the club, that'd be great. But as far as today goes, um, <laughs> yeah, two, one against Liverpool. I felt like, you know, this was the best performance that we've had at Old Trafford in a while. Um, yeah, typically no, the, a year. these group of players are not up for playing at home. I don't know if it's the pressure, but, um, you know, obviously there were a lot of, uh, you know, changes to the team, changes that I thought helped the team. No Maguire, no Shaw today. Um, McTominay did play um, and, you know, he was, you know, Scott McTominay, but we, I think we really benefited from Luke Shaw and Harry Maguire not being in there. I think that Mar uh, what's his name, Lissandro Martinez and uh, Varon showed that they're our best center back pairing, and they should continue being our center back pairing for to to hold Liverpool to to one goal. Um, and even that goal was just, I mean, De Gea made a save right before, and Salah finished off the rebound. But you know, it is what it is. But I think that um, to hold Liverpool to one goal was huge. Um, so shout out to them. Another shout out to I'm usually on him, but Diego Delo put in a you know decent performance today malasia malasia completely shut down muhammad salam you know and his first start first big start at old trafford your assignment is to go up against mo salah and you passed still in your pocket mm -hmm. um you know <laughs> one of the best players in the world you know just completely just shut him down locked him down you know eliminated him from the game um so you know and then when you look up top man uh erickson looked good uh, Bruno put in a good performance, and Sancho and Rashford, you know, uh, finished their chances. And and Rashford, shout out, shout out to Sancho for the composed finish. Um, and mm. yeah, Rashford, you know, putting the goal in was huge. But yo, man, shout out Tony Martial for coming on and just being a game changer too. Though he just mm. completely just when he came on, there was a it, it was a new wave of just confidence that came with the front three, and he no Cabro. I know that the uh, people are going to get riled up about Ronaldo getting benched, but I think that Martial gives us the best chance to win at number nine right now over Ronaldo. 
because I, I think that the way that we looked, as soon as we would get the ball, boom, we looked deadly. Because you had three guys that are able to just, you know, have a run at you. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying, and, and kill you on transition. But um, great game today. Um, hopefully this can be the start of, you know, our season. Um, but I think we just got to continue with playing the guys that did well and, you know, um, benching some of the guys, you know, that have shown over the past <laughs> four years that they can't play at this level. Um, and lastly, I just wanted to touch on, you know, uh, Casemiro. 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 Uh, <laughs> you know. Why did you uh, look up like that? Why, why, why did yeah, you look up? Like that? He's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Casemiro. You, I, just to, I, just, I, I just wanted to say, though, before I get into Casemiro, I think this further you know, it reinforces what everyone's saying about this ownership. What I've been saying, what Rajad said last week, how can you be in for Rabio the week before? And then do you think it's a coincidence that all of a sudden you hear rumors, uh, you get you catch wind of a potential buyer coming, and all of a sudden we go from Rabio to Arnautovic to Casemiro? Yeah. I, I don't I don't I don't I don't play dumb to that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I know exactly, you know, this this ownership just they think that they like we're just idiots. But, you know, hopefully people are catching on to things what, like that. What, I, what do you think it is? Do you think it's the lack of some type of uh, transfer strategy? What What do you think it is? Yeah, there was no plan, bro. I, I think all year, all summer, we've been talking about Frankie Dion. Right. And then mm -hmm. once the once that once Man United, you know, came to the conclusion that you know what maybe this weren't this isn't going to work out um we got we were linked to rabio and 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 like like from rabio you go to arnautovic and and now all of a sudden we were never even linked for, i didn't even know casemiro was available didn't like right. for, 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 for transfer all of a sudden not only is he available for transfer but we wrapped him up in in, in 48 hours three days oh, like three days, days. Yeah. that's the quickest transfer we've done you know in a while wow. and it showed yeah. that like okay if we really wanted to do these quickly we could but yeah. the only reason why we are putting in investing money into the club now with these transfers is because there's rumors of a new potential buyer because right before that 24 hours prior to that we were linked to literally rabio how do you go from rabio like, how do you go from Frankie yeah, de Jong? It, it's so Rabio is going to be our backup. And then, but if Rabio doesn't come, then we'll get Casemiro. It just shows that we don't have a plan. And it shows, but it also shows that if they did want to make, you know, these deals happen, that they could, because all of a sudden now it's rumored that we have an extra 250 million. That just is insane. <laughs> so I, but I think the Casemiro uh, signing is going to be huge for us. I think when I look at that team that played today against Liverpool, you put Casemiro there where uh, McTominay played, and I think that we could really, you know, <laughs> be competitive. So if 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 some of the guys that can you know play today continue to play, no Maguire, no Shaw, but yeah, I think his veteran leadership, his experience, um, his mentality is going to be huge for this group. And you know, if Casemiro can stay healthy, I think that you know he could really he could be the best signing that we've made this summer. Regard, I don't, you know, we're linked to Anthony, we're linked to some of these other guys, but we've needed a defensive midfielder for a while. And to get Casemiro, world-class center defensive midfielder, yeah, man, he's 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 gonna get us together. And more than any more than anything, I'm just happy that McTominay is not gonna 
play anymore. There's no yeah. way. Once once Casemiro comes in, I mean, Tomini's gone. I mean, it's it's done. Yeah. Now you can just let him sit, and you can just let Bruno and Erickson just do their thing. Um, like I said, man, I think this United team will be fine. They've never been complete. They will be complete. Um, and, you know, like Salam said, <laughs> these players will show. These guys will get will take themselves out of the lineup. And the guys who need to remain will, will remain. And today was that was that step. It was two, yeah. two, two games too much. Two games too much. And you saw the impact immediately. I mean, you saw it on the pitch. Everything, everything looked a little bit more comfortable. Um, I mean, it's a rivalry match, and of course, we hope you see it next week. But everything was just looked a little bit more comfortable. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, man. When Rashford scored, man, I smiled with him too because I just it felt refreshing, man, to see that guy go in and score. Like, if he felt he uh, he looked refreshed, you know, Sancho looked refreshed. These players looked like they had a they wanted to you know go out and put on a performance today. Like they really, really looked like that. And this this team just hasn't looked passionate in a while, so it was kind of like kind of refreshing to see, you know, man, United look like, you know, Need passionate because, because, Need you know, yeah, we, it's weird, man. Like it's no fun having United be some, you know, team that guys exactly. are just looking at like, ah, oh, it's United. Yeah, no, man. We like that four nil these match. Are teams of stature, man. I like, I felt bad for every United fan because never in, at home four nil yeah. is just, yeah. Well, we didn't for no. Oh, oh, you talking about last year? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. But I mean, think about like, like, like Gabriel said. From what Gabriel said, he kept saying things like the team looked refreshed. There was a calming presence about the team. Things that we haven't had in a while. And what is the common denominator into that? And yes, it's not just these two players. It's not just these two players, but for sure. You know what I'm saying, Maguire, and we were talking about this there. Every time that Veron Lasan uh, Martinez would make a clearance, boom, everyone's high fiving, everyone's communicating, everyone's on the same page. De Gea looks a little bit more composed, even though he can't really play out of the. Yeah, he can't play with that save at the end. My yeah. goodness. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, you could just tell that, like, you know, players feed off that, teammates feed off of that, and if there's like an unsettling, you know, nervousness in the group, that you know. People will feel that, and I don't think that it's a coincidence that without Maguire, without Shaw, we looked a lot better in the back. So with only uh, eight days to go, are you comfortable if you guys spend a hundred mil on Anthony? I don't care how much anything costs anymore. We need the players, bro. Yeah, I don't care. Me, this I, I, to me, what you just said is just. <laughs> I, I, I could I could care less. A hundred million, five hundred million. Give him five hundred million. <laughs> what, why? What, why do I care? Uh, at the end of the day, um, I think Anthony could come in and, and help us because I think. Shout out Ilanga. I think Ilanga came on and put in a shift today, and I think he did exactly what he was supposed to do. But at the same time, I think he's only useful in a game like this because we weren't going to have the ball very much. So to have his, I guess, defensive presence up front was key. But he can't be a, a rotational player for us on the wing. I don't think he's good enough. You can, if if Rashford isn't playing well or if he gets hurt, Sancho gets hurt, boom, we can put in Anthony. We can't rely on Ilanga. We need a winger. So if we can get Anthony, I know you guys laughed last week about Gakpo. Don't laugh. <laughs> I think Gakpo could come in and do a job for us. 
But um, I think we definitely need a winger. Um, and if that winger is Anthony, by all means, because I think that he's he's I'm not going to say he's world class, but he has a lot of potential. And I expect him to be going to the World Cup this year. For sure. I mean, bro, we, we've, we've always said this United team has always had the players. I don't mm-hmm. believe that like, you guys haven't had the players. It's just the coach. Nah, finally got the right coach. I think. I mean, I no, I mean, no, 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 no. I think. I think weeks they've done. I, no, have, I think you've had. I think you've always had the players, but I think one, it was the players that were starting. That's mm-hmm. one thing. The guys that were playing, and and then it was the coaching. Those, like, yes, yes, some players need to be replaced. I mean, mm-hmm. let's let's be honest. Some players need to be replaced, but I feel like we're. We said this all last all last season. I feel like you and I were in very very similar situations where our managers weren't playing the right players, and then also those players were just not good enough, you know. And some players we just had weren't not were just not good enough, and that combination doesn't work. Like it's it's the worst possible combination you can have. So finally, we have you know you're getting the right players, but then also you know you have a coach to come in and insert the right players into that those positions to give you the best chance to win. Yeah, Ole I with his lineups. That. Always with his lineups, he didn't give you guys the best chance to win. Arteta with his lineups last year, he didn't give us the best chance to win sometimes. It just was the truth. So, you know, now you have a guy who the bare minimum from him needs to be, you know, get put the right lineup out there, you know, put the right lineup. And I feel like he got this lineup right. And like you said, and I feel like, you know, a lot of the fans and a lot of people in the football world believe that this is this back line, at least, is a lineup that needs to move forward for sure. Like there's, at least for right now, you know, it, it, Maguire cannot exist in that back four right now. Um, it's just, yeah. it's just not good enough. Yeah, I th- I think this was the best decision he's made since he got here. Um, I can, you can, we can all agree, he, um, him keeping Maguire as captain was too quick. He made that decision too quick. He should have waited, but he made that decision too quick, and I think he's seen that. It's crazy that just that one change, you could just see everything seems so more calm, fluid, no, you know, mistakes. You know, the balls are not moving slow in the back. And that's all y'all need for real. Like, I agree with a lot with what Gabriel just said. In a sense, you really had the guys. They just had to be used in the proper way. And you still need more. To, you need more. You need more. You're not done. Uh, Casimiro coming in, that's huge for you. It's big time. Yeah, Casimiro coming in, I, I think that we we still need another right back. I think we need to find a solution up top because at the end of the day, um, like I said earlier, I think that Martial is our best number nine right now um, with the way that Ten Hag wants to play and you know how interchangeable um, Martial is in that front three, but I think we still need a winger um, and we need another center mid. If we can, they're still saying that we're in for Frankie Dion. And I'm just like, bro, Yuri Tillman <laughs> is literally just waiting here for 25 million. Like, and we can't, I, I just what don't understand it? why decisions like that are, are just so like, and now nah, let's not go in for Tillman's. Like, I, like, look at his team right now. Like, go yeah. get, go get him. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, man. It's crazy. I mean, bro, we're linked with Pedro Neto right now. Yeah, that would be a good pickup. That would be a good pickup. Pedro Neto smoke. Smoke. <laughs> yeah, I like how Pedro much? Neto. For how much? 
I, I don't care. Pay fifty. <laughs> get them. <laughs> get them. <laughs> like, come on, man. Pedro Neto, another left-footed player. Yeah. Hold on, real quick though, real quick before we hop off uh, the United game. Um, Liverpool, man. Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool. Yeah, we have oh, to talk yeah. about them, man. Because <laughs> yeah, we have to, we have to deep dive into that. Shout out, shout out, Virgil Van Dyke today. Like I said, probably the, the worst performance I've seen from Virgil. And I mean, let's be real. In what five years? This is just probably like, wow, you had a howler of the game. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? So you know shaky start. Five so seasons. Far. Okay, Virgil. We get it. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, today was <laughs> Trent. Today was poor. <laughs> I, I just I cannot we I wanna Trent. speak. I wanna speak on Trent. I wanna speak on Trent because <laughs> he, he he truly irks me like it irks me and i think trent is an amazing player like i think he's in a please don't get it twisted i really think that trent is an amazing player but we talk about it all the time your defenders have to defend i don't care how good they are offensively i don't care how good they are on the ball i don't care how technical they are how far they can ping a ball how well they can cross a ball your defender has to defend like he has to it's literally his job i don't i just don't understand like someone just needs to work with him because <laughs> because if you're gonna if no seriously if you're gonna play this Defense type of football if you're gonna play this type of football you can't afford you can't afford you, you can't afford this you can't you're, you're going to lose matches you're going to draw matches you can't afford this like you you look at when when players uh uh, when when Jaden Sancho beat him today, he turns around and jogs. It's like there's just no defensive mentality at all. He has no defensive instinct in his body. That's what it tells me sometimes. No, Virgil's and back it's just, there. Virgil's back. Yeah, there. and it's it, it yeah, just it's seems like so privileged. It's, and it's just I I don't know, man. It's I feel like this this Liverpool team is now. I mean, Virgil, you know, not starting off as well as of course dampened it a little bit, but I think. Teams are are very quickly and even more figuring out now that attack this left side, attack this left side as much as possible because one, he's going to leave them the space behind. And two, you can beat him 1v1 even if, you know, <laughs> he's he's defending you. You can beat him 1v1. Um, and, you know, we saw with, we saw with, uh, what's it called? We saw with Fulham, the first match, Mitrovic got at him. And Virgil, Man. we saw it against. We saw it against Crystal Palace. Zaha stayed on that left side, went at him all match, got a goal. Mm-hmm. And you see it now, Alanga. I mean, Alanga had this guy moving on skates all match, going all over the place. Sancho too. So you know, I, I, I'm sorry. Like Klopp has to. Someone has to sit down. Either they have to rectify the problem, and like they did with a lot of other teams, bring over more support. Or someone has to sit down with Trent and and really work on his one new one defending. If if and his defensive mentality. If they wanna, if they really wanna push forward, man, I'm serious because the loss of Mane and Trent getting exposed, I think is too much to bear. Even with Virgil yeah, yeah. firing, Let's I think it's too much to bear. I think it, the loss of Mane too is too much to bear, man. I mean, yeah, I think it's gonna be hard to replace Mane. I, I think, I mean, I I said all that all last year, and you know, I think Mane was the best player on the team. Um, and the most impactful play- well i'll say he was the most impactful player impactful he was the most impactful player on the team and you know you can see now at Bayern, he's still doing his thing 
scoring goals. And and now I, I just feel like, I don't know, Liverpool still, they lack that, like, you know, that bite that they had last year. Don't get me wrong. Luis Diaz is, 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 a, is, a, is a great talent. Mohamed Salah is, you know, one of the best attackers in the world. But, you know, you take Mane out of that front three and, and now it's just like. Well, it's different. You know, Bobby's really not, you know, what he used to be. Diego Yota's hurt, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Yota. Yeah, he's hurt. You know Nunez what I'm suspended. Yeah, Nunez is suspended. So be coming back, but still. Um, yeah, I, yeah I, I think that, yeah. I think Mane helped did. out a lot. He helped out Robertson a lot, though, too. Because now mm-hmm. that, that whole left side, it's just like, yeah. you know, we're not really getting up and down like we used to on this side mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of who the attacker was on that side. But I think yeah. that... And- I, I want us to also remember they have a lot of injuries, so maybe it could be that. Yeah, no, it that too. That. But but Mike, this is before the injuries, though. This is before yeah. the. This is before this. Yeah. This stuff. I'm I'm just speaking about Trent and and the defensive side. Oh, this is before yeah, the. This yeah. is before the injuries. Like I, I there needs to there. This problem needs to be rectified for them to be where City's at. I'm sorry. Trent, it, it Trent needs to be rectified. Exposed, but but at the it, same time, I, I, I think I think the lack of. I think the injuries in midfield, specifically center midfield, because they, you know, when yes. Trent goes up, they they do have like a lot of those rotations. So maybe someone does fill in for him. But I don't know if you guys saw today, but you know, Milner was having like a proper go at Virgil. Yes. And like, yeah. I mean, it wasn't just Milner. And so I could tell you could tell like there is some sort of miscommunication going on there. Because I've never seen yeah. Milner, I've never seen Milner as <laughs> mad as he was to someone like Virgil. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Virgil was like, at, towards the end, to me, the way I interpreted it was just like he's just ignoring him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think, I think, but I think he knew he was right because I. This is what I got from the situation. I got. If you if you look at the play when um I forgot I think it was Alanga squared it to Sancho, and Sancho you know of course faked the shot. Milner went to ground. Virgil was standing there the hmm. entire time, the like with just his hands behind his back the entire time trying to block off goal, which in a sense, like I understand because Liverpool really does play to those angles. Alisson would be sitting on one side, Virgil would be blocking the one side. So it's it's pretty hard to score. But in that situation, I feel like so much time elapsed where as a center back, step up like. You're sitting here trying to be cute, like bro. We're in a derby, like we're, we're at yeah. Old Trafford. You know what I mean? Like, step up. Like, you, you don't have time to be pretty and sit here like this. He was like this for five pretty seconds damn. almost. <laughs> Ro- Rolls five Royce seconds. defending. Rolls Royce. Yeah, and yeah. and for me, I I completely agree with Milner. You know, I mean, I I think Virgil kept his cool and didn't want it to you know let it get to his head. But Milner was hundred percent right, bro. We're at Old Trafford. You don't step up if if, if Virgil steps up when Milner <laughs> takes those two steps or the yeah, two steps aside. Slides, he closes them down you know yeah. he do- i'm not saying i'm not saying he doesn't score he still might yeah. score but it's a higher possibility that you might close him down and i think milner was 100 right and and to go in like that because you can't do that i mean we're one nil out of traffic we're already getting beat and then you do that and now they're now they're on a run you know what i mean it's you know i agree man i agree yeah they definitely look different but i think with the i, I want to wait till all their guys come back to see how they look because right now I can't get a good read on Liverpool. I just I mean, can't. Yeah, I I just think, I, but even now you can just tell, like you said, it's just a different it team. It feels different. Year, sure. yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. Really gonna hurt. It was different. It's different. Yeah. Man. 
So, yeah. so yo, let's talk about. I, I want to talk about what's his name, Stephen Gerrard and Aston Villa, man. Gerard Hyde, dude. Crystal Palace, man. Vieira ball. Vieira needs more effect. credit, man. He needs more credit than he's getting. What they and did to then, Aston Villa this past weekend, it was just beautiful to watch, man. Just beautiful to watch because Gerard's gotten a lot of hype. I mean, I know he won the league, you know, with the Rangers and all that in uh, Ireland, mm-hmm. but like, no, didn't he win with the? He didn't. No, no, he did. He did. I didn't know where you're going with that. Like, yeah. So I'm like, you know, Gerard does he deserve all the hype that he's getting with in, in the firm? I think he deserves but, everything he's no. getting. You brought Coutinho. You brought all these guys. He, he he's hype. made some big transfers this summer, so it does suck. Expectations. Their center back uh, towards Achilles, though. So now, oh, which one? You know saying the the Brazilian, uh, the Brazilian center back that came in. Oh was, really? Yeah, that was partnering Consa. So now you know Ming's got to play. <laughs> he has Ogbonna. Huh? No, doesn't he have Ogbonna? No, that's uh, West, oh, that's, that's West Ham. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Yeah, I'm tripping. I'm, I'm sure they. I'm sure Ogbana could do it out there <laughs> for sure. But but, but yeah, no, I, I think yeah, I think they are too. My finally cut you off. No, I just think that they're overrated. I think that um, just <laughs> never really, you know, I never really understood like what the hype was uh, because I just felt like he had them. Uh, at a good moment in the season last season, but here we are, you know, full, you know, reg- this is your team now full season and your team is completely uninspiring. And it's not just Gerard too, because I feel the same way about West Ham right now, but mm-hmm. Aston Villa, mm-hmm. but Aston Villa, I, I just feel like it was all hype. Um, hopefully um, I think that they have the players to turn it around. If Leon Bailey can stay healthy, Ollie Watkins to me is kind of a fraud. I'm not gonna lie to you. Wendia, I need to see more out of him too. Oh yeah, Wendia. Wendia doesn't finish chances, man. Yeah, yeah. I'd be feeling for Coutinho sometimes. I'd be feeling for him because I know sometimes he'd be looking up in the sky like (laughs) yeah, Yeah, but yeah, but but why isn't he still at the end of the match where he take that shot? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. he's like, like, I'm taking it. Yeah, I'm trying to get out of here. <laughs> but but why isn't he starting though? Like he didn't even start this match. It's like I don't know what Jerry's been doing, man. He's been tweaking things, so I don't know. But no, shout out to Crystal Palace, man. I think this Crystal Palace team is different. I feel like they're they top ten team. Year. Crystal Palace? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think they can be. Wait until we do healthy. our predictions. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have one more week. Yeah. Yeah, right at right. I, I wanted to, yeah. I feel like we should do it right after. The transfer window. The transfer window. Okay, I think so that's what we did last like year too. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, but they're yeah. definitely top ten team. Look, look at look at them though. I mean, the <laughs> Mateta. <laughs> Mateta. <laughs> you know Mateta. Schlup. Right. Yeah, man. Zaha. Man, look say. at this team, bro. What look at this say. team. Mandem. Hey, yeah, right. Aye. Full of Mandem though. You gotta love <laughs> it. Tyreek Tyreek Mitchell looked good too. Tyreek Mitchell looked good. Mateta. Yeah. Yeah, man. Crazy. Yeah. But yeah, man. Shout out to Vieira. Um, you know what I'm saying? Has these guys playing. You know, great football, fun football. Proper. They're, you know, Proper. confident football. Like, they're aggressive. They're not on some sitting back, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to have a proper go at you. And, and you know, shout out to Zaha. 
hopefully he can keep this up. But I think that they they can. They, I think that they're definitely a top ten team. Top ten team. And before and before we get into predictions, man, I just want to shout out or not shout out and no shout out, but mm-hmm. um highlight just put a spotlight real quick. Spurs with another dub, man. Oh, One yeah, nil. Yeah, it was man. dirty. It was grimy, but hey, they got, they got the job done. They got the job done. So who they play against? Uh, Wolves. Wolves. Yeah, early, early match. It was so boring first half, man. Yeah. I went. I went back to sleep. I was like, bros, I'm not doing it. I woke up <laughs> right before Kane scored. Literally right before Kane scored. Yeah, those are the games that you look back um, on at the end of the season and be like, wow, you know, this was a, needed that. Yeah, needed that. Three, three points. Yeah. Um, you could tell, I don't think that Conte, I mean, even when they scored, bro, Conte was just kind of like relieved. Yeah. Like he wasn't even like, man, whatever. He knew it was a poor mm-hmm. performance, man. Like, I, yeah, you're right, though, Salam. Like those 1 0 wins where you can just snack, just steal it and snack it away when you're not playing well, they matter so much. Like I think I think back even these past two years in the Premier League, they're like the times we played Crystal Palace, we either draw or lose. <laughs> and they killed us. Like I always look back at those matches like we how do we lose to Crystal Palace at home or like draw to Crystal Palace at home? Like, you know. So yeah, those those matches do matter. And it'll it'll help them out in the long run. Just like unfortunately, these games that Liverpool has lost and drawn will hurt them in the long run too. So what do you yeah. think is a successful season for Spurs? Um, I mean, to me, a finals appearance in either FA Cup, Carabao, maybe I think a trophy in any. I think a trophy, trophy yeah, in any capacity trophy. is a is a up for them. It's they are they are yeah. built to win something right now. Yeah, so yeah. they would have to win Carabao or FA Cup. Yeah, I don't think at least anything, anything yeah. that for them is good. Maybe Europa they tasted it so many times over the last three, four years. You know, they've been at Carbrawl finals, FA finals, Champions mm-hmm. League finals. They just ain't. Come to my good them over the hump. Didn't they, no, that was Jose. The the Conference League title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Roma. Shout out Roma. <laughs> right, Who do y'all see this week? Chelsea. Leicester City, man. Leicester. They come to the bridge. That's a GRG. Calling it right now, GRG. <laughs> Thank you. GRG early, explain, early. Let's explain what a GRG. Oh, so, so for all of the new fans and friends out there, GRG stands for Get Right Game. You usually call this when your team has been in a little bit of a slump, or the last game was uh, not what you expected, and you need a little pick me up. You need that team who is a little bit lower on the table, not doing as hot as you. Um, so you know, just go in, get a win, and get right back on, on the path to success. You feel me? Because right now we ain't on that path, and it's not looking good. So I'm going to GRG against Leicester at home. Um, I don't know. I, I th- this could be this could be the last chance we we have to get Fofana. So I, I'm thinking two, yeah. two one three one. You think he'll I play? think we'll get scored on because our, our defense has been a little suspect, but I think I don't know where the goals will come from, but I think they'll come from multiple places. I think I think we'll get, we'll, we'll get a response from two yeah. two will be an open play though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tiago Silva goal and a uh, Cucurella goal. I'll take, <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, anywhere, man. As as wherever it comes from, we'll take it. Mike, score predictions. Uh, I would say 3-1. 3-1. 3-1. 3-1. 3-1. 3-1. 3-1. 3-1. 3-1. 3-1. 3-1. 3-1. 3-1. 3-1. 3-1. 3-1. 3-1. 3-1. 3-
I'm gonna see where you see three. <laughs> what do y'all um, see? We, we uh we see Fulham at home this week. Man, I don't know. This this game weird because Fulham been performing, bro. Yeah, Fulham been putting on performances, so they've been firing just like us. To the London um, derby too. But uh, but no, Trap I expect us to go. Sure. I I expect us to get three points, man. I I think it'll be very hard fought. Um, I don't think this will be as high scoring as people think. Um, because I, personally, I feel like we're more defensively secure than these um teams that Fulham been playing. Um, and we have two big, strong, willing center backs. So. I think, you know, I think I expect another clean sheet, but I think it'll be like a 2-0 match, man. I think I think like a 2-0, I mean, maybe 3-0, if we get one like super, super late. But I think it'll be a 2-3-0 match. Um, it'll be hard fought, though, definitely hard fought. And I want us to, you know, overlook this team because this team is firing right now. So. Will we uh, – so Mitrovic got three and three. Yeah, where do, where do we see him ending up at the end of the year in the prem? 15? Yeah, I, I said 15. I, I said 15. He's always going to get his 12. Like, he's, yeah, that's a fact. So, <laughs> that's a you know, fact. I feel I feel like he's going to get 15. He might get close. He might get close to 18, man. The way he's playing, like, yeah. he's their he's their sole goal scorer. Like, his, yeah. their their goals come from him. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think Fulham will score more than 18 goals this season. So, you know, I you feel me? I think they'll probably score close to somewhere like 30, 40 goals. And I feel like he's going to have most of them, to be <laughs> honest. He'll have 16 or so. I think so. Yeah, United got Southampton away. Um, I I anticipate that being Casemiro's debut uh, into the team, into the lineup. Uh, so with Casemiro, I believe... That we will cry, we will beat Southampton. I know you guys hate this. Jeez, anywhere between <laughs> two to three nil. I'm gonna say we're just gonna be a two nil win at St. Mary's. Um, but I need to see, you know, same thing as I saw this past week. No Maguire, no McTominay, no Shaw. Easy money. <laughs> All right. Just like yeah. That. yeah, man. Um, good episode. Um, those of you guys that are listening, we got some stuff coming at you guys. Uh, Major stuff. Soon. Big, big teams. Um, big teams. But until then, thank you for tuning in and good luck to you and your future endeavors. Mm-hmm.